The Youth Olympic Games in Lillehammer, Norway are underway. I'm Around the Rings editor Ed Hula with this ATR radio coming to you from Lillehammer, Norway, site of the 2016 Winter Youth Olympic Games taking place through February 21st here in the city that hosted the 1994 Winter Olympic Games. I'm joined this, this day by our team here in Lillehammer, Karen Rosen and Brian Pinelli. They're covering the games through the, uh, through the conclusion of this event, the second edition of these Youth Olympic Games. We've had the first weekend of competition, uh, the opening ceremony Friday night. Uh, Karen, what's your impression of what you've seen here so far? Well, I think from 1994, when people talk about that, they say it was so cold. It looks like it was shaping up to be that way here, too, but the temperature is not quite as brisk as it was back then. The people, though, are just as friendly as we remember. The competition has been very um, entertaining and uh, competitive. Well organized, I think, so far. Very well organized. Uh, Brian, what's your sense of how things have unfolded so far in the first first couple of days? Yes, I agree with both of you. Definitely well-organized, uh, nice spirit, a good atmosphere. Uh, one of the signs for me at the opening ceremony were all the Norwegians trekking up the hill on a, a windy, candle-lit path in the cold and the snow. And it was a little bit breezy, but everyone was bonding together, backpacks, Norwegian flags hanging out. So uh, a little bit of the spirit from 94, uh, you know, you, you saw on that first night. And uh, I, I think it's carried on definitely over these first few days here. Yeah, a little bit of the spirit I remember in 1994 coming to the stadium for the opening ceremony. And the, the pathway, the road leading up to the stadium was a sea of humanity. There were a lot of people there, about 13,000 Friday night here, but not the 50 or 60,000 that came for for opening ceremony. So it's a little bit smaller, a little bit more low-key, definitely more low-key than 1994, I think you'd agree. Definitely. The security presence isn't the same as it is in an Olympic Games. And that makes things a little bit more comfortable, doesn't it? Doesn't it make congenial. Congenial. It, yeah. You know, you're not as you know worried about going through a magen bag or standing out in the cold waiting to be search, that sort of thing. It's made for a more relaxed atmosphere. Yeah, it's enjoyable. I like, uh, you know, getting pretty much roam as you like and, uh, you know, mingle with athletes and, uh, yeah, just just a lot more freedom. But yet, you know, as we've said, definitely a lot of the spirit from 94. So, uh, yeah, it's a pleasure to be here so far. The the competition that uh, we've been to so far, Karen, you got to see the cross-country, some other events this weekend. What what was striking from your point of view? Well, the cross-country I saw was the cross-country cross-free, which is a new event for the Youth Olympic Games and a new event for uh, many of the athletes even. It was their first time. It's like a sprint. It's 1.5 kilometers, but they go over bumps. They have a downhill slalom and an uphill slalom. And they say that this is, could be the future of cross-country. It's short. It's fast. The um, spectators can see the whole thing. They're not stuck on one stretch of, of the course waiting for the athletes to go by. I also saw the short track speed skating in Jurvik in the famous Cavern Hall. And there the athletes were also very excited to be on, at the site of the former Olympic Games. And, Brian, what was your first weekend of competition like? Yeah, really good. At uh, Saturday morning, went to Hafiel Alpine Center, where they had the Olympic giant slalom and slalom in 94. 
there they had the Super G. Had to uh, had a chance to see the first gold medalist of these Winter Youth Olympic Games, a young Austrian skier named Nadine Fest. Uh, IOC President Mr. Bach uh, was was there to congratulate her. And then uh, the men's Super G was won by a U.S. skier, River Radimus, who two days later won the Alpine Combined. So maybe he's one of our first young stars of these games. Uh, yesterday went to the Lillehammer Olympic Sliding Center. Of course, Mr. Bach was there once again. Uh, Germany won their first medal, a silver, and the race was won by a Latvian. But I'll tell you, Ed, cold temperatures, fast ice. So if you ever want to take up luging, now is the time to do it, Ed. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think so. I think I'm... Past my losing days, for sure. No, you're saving yourself for skeletons. <laughs> yeah, the, Thomas Bach mentioned the other day that uh, he was asked, you asked him, Brian, what sports you would, winter sports he would want to pursue, and he did point out there's one he did not want to try, and that was skeleton. He didn't like the idea of going down the track head first. And chin an inch above the ice. Yeah. But adding that he is not confident in any of the winter sports here in Lillehammer. Now, the, the, the competitors who are here range in age from, well, 14 for some of the figure skaters to 18 years old. Uh, this is supposed to be an event that helps develop Olympic talent. What, what, what have you seen from the competition or, and what's ahead in the competition that, that, that might help these youngsters become accomplished Olympians? Well, I think, you know, as the concept for the Youth Olympic Games, it's a training ground, you know, not just on the slopes and the ice, but, you know, also dealing with media, answering our tough questions, Ed, you know, learning about doping, uh, what are the logistics, uh, you know, obviously spending time with, with fellow athletes uh, from, from different countries, which, you know, 15 and 16-year-olds don't always have the opportunity to do. So, you know, it's, it's not just about, obviously, what, what's happening on the, on the race course, but uh, kind of the big picture. And, you know, talking to the athletes, it's a, a learning experience for them. And, you know, everyone I've spoken to has thoroughly enjoyed it and, and has learned from it so far. Yeah, one big part of this is not just the competition, but the cultural program activities that put the, the youngsters in touch with one another at concerts, at other events. Uh, it's a pretty full schedule for them, Karen, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. There are 13 venues just for concerts within the city of Lillehammer, plus they have music and things at um, Hamar and Jurvik and Hafjell. So there's plenty for the athletes to do. And in the learn and share, they're on the trampoline, and then they bounce off that and they go over to WADA. They talk about what substances they can and cannot put in their bodies. They even have some career training. I mean, they're... They're, pro they're still in high school, but it's not bad to find out about these things. Angela Ruggiero, who's the chairman of the Coordination Commission, she says she wishes that when she was 15 she'd had an event like this. She really could have, she says it broadens your horizons and you learn more about the world by enjoying the other cultures and meeting the other athletes in the village. And they are taking full advantage of some pretty famous Olympians to come in and be uh, role models talk to the talk to the youngsters. Yuna Kim, for example, she's been very omnipresent. Lindsay Vaughn is going to be here today in two places. She's going to be in the Learn and Share uh, Arena, which is like Hawkins Hall, where they had hockey in 1994. And she's also going to do a roundtable with some other athletes from other countries tonight. Do you think this is really important? Do you think it's uh, makes a difference to bring in these grown-up Olympians, if you will, to to uh, meet with the meet with the youngsters. Meet with the they're, youth Olympians. They're meeting their idols. The idols they're called ambassadors, and there's ambassadors from every sport. 
absolutely, I think it's important. Yeah, I think another great example is the Norwegian skier Shettle Jansrud. He was recently voted as the best uh, role model sports athlete. And, you know, for some of the young skiers to, to meet a Norwegian guy who's, you know, doing so well right now on, on the World Cup circuit, absolutely. And, you know, maybe if they don't learn everything, at least they're having a fun time, you know, meeting these guys and girls. So, um, Some some new sports, some new ways of, of competing in the winter sports are being tried here. Um Unusual things like the mono bob, for example, at the end of the week. That's the solo bobsleigh. Some relays uh, involving cross-country and snowboard and snowcross. Karen? I think one of the more interesting ones is the Nordic mixed team, which combines cross-country, ski jumping, and Nordic combined. And then you also have um, skiing and snowboard teaming up for the first time, where you have a female snowboarder, a male snowboarder, female skier, male skier. Too hard to follow? I don't think so. Uh, you know, interesting. I'm. We have to double-check this, but I'm pretty sure we've never seen skiers and snowboarders compete on the same team. Well, definitely not in Olympic competition. Maybe also, uh, you know, in, in World Cup competition. So that all that is that skiers and snowboarders don't get along. Well, they need to get along on on the hill tomorrow at Hafiel Free Park, so that should be fun. Yeah. And then also on the ice, you have mixed NOC events in figure skating and short track speed skating and long track speed skating. So you're not just competing with uh, people from other uh, men and women. You're also competing different countries together. That's teamwork. And do these? Do you think these sports, these events uh, within these sports, have a future? I mean, will do they? Do you think they will have broad appeal that they could actually be part of the 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 Winter Olympic Games? Possibly the mono bob and the um, snow, the cross country uh, cross free, but these mixed um, NOC events. I think Gilbert Feli said with the first Youth Olympic Games, no, no, that is only for the youth. That is not for the other Olympics. Um, these, in some ways, are far more humble games than Lillehammer of 1994. Uh, the transportation network, for example, is not as sophisticated as it is during a Winter Olympics. Uh, IOC officials, athletes all get to ride in the same buses to venues and that sort of thing. It's a more egalitarian experience, if you will. Yeah, uh, how's it been working? Yeah, I think it's, uh, it's, it's, it's fantastic. I mean, media, IOC officials and athletes all together. I mean, that's truly the Olympic spirit. Uh, you know, the chance to meet anybody or everybody on your bus ride from uh, Lillehammer to uh, Hunderfassen. It just makes it all that much more exciting. And, and I, I think it works well, Ed. Like you and I, Kim, for example, we went to the figure skating uh, this weekend in, in Hamar. Uh, she was on the train uh, down down to that venue, we stood out in the cold at the bus stop with her and uh, her uh, her entourage. Uh, it's a you know, it, it it puts everybody more on an equal footing, less VIP treatment, which perhaps is uh, maybe a good way to take the games, make them more approachable, make them more more humble, maybe a little bit less expensive this way too. 
Norwegian uh, alpine skier Axel Lundsvindal told me uh, a couple weeks ago that, you know, maybe this is a way to, to bring the Olympics back to its roots. You know, being here in Lillehammer, just because of the, you know, the, the more low-key atmosphere. He said, you know, Lillehammer 94 was so great because it wasn't a VIP atmosphere. It was a bunch of uh, Norwegians and obviously other international spectators just standing in the woods and uh, enjoying themselves without a lot of, uh, you know, without a lot of red carpets yet. Um, some people say the Winter Olympics maybe are now too big for Lillehammer, which is really acclaimed for the great way they handled the 1994 Olympics. Uh, what do you, Karen, what do you think of the, the, the differences between now and then, and uh, what do you think of Lillehammer's prospects for the future? Well, Lillehammer definitely has the village feel, somewhat like Lake Placid in 1980. The last Olympics for the Winter Games have been uh, huge cities. I mean, Sochi wasn't because it was sort of off in the in the countryside, but Vancouver, Torino, Salt Lake City were all very large cities. I think it's great to be here where you where you can actually see the ski jumps from the town, just walking down the street. Lilyhammer's future—they want the 2026 Olympic Games. Oslo was not keen on them, but Lilyhammer definitely wants them. And Brian, what do you think of their prospects for the future here? I think there are prospects, but you know, speaking to many, and even if Oslo isn't involved, I, I think just this day and age of, of bigger Olympic Games, they would have to share it. You know, maybe even with a, a, a Tron Time or you know Yilo, where there's some ski ski events. So yeah, it might be a little too small for for the real Olympic Games. But it is nonetheless a, a great host city. This is a a, a, a population, a city, a town that really knows and loves the Winter Olympic Games. You can really see that uh, wherever wherever you go. They would have to have more temporary housing as they did in 1994, or they would have to build a couple more hotels, maybe get people to stay in Oslo and come up. Maybe they share the figure skating or hockey with Oslo, and then they can spread it around. But most importantly, guys, they have snow and they have cold temperatures, as I'm sure you're, you're well aware here on day three or four of the games here. Yeah, we're, we're, we're hovering right, about, right around freezing, just below freezing. It is, it is a winter wonderland outside, that's for sure. Thanks very much for being with us on today's edition of ATR Radio from Lillehammer, Norway. Brian Pinelli, Karen Rosen joining me here. I'm Around the Rings editor Ed Hula, and we'll be bringing you more ATR Radio from Lilyhammer as the games progress. Thanks for joining us.